Hi, I'm Mackie Shellstone with another Maximum Wellness Podcast. My topic today is called Combined Exercise Improves Glycemic Control in Type 2 Diabetes. The MayoClinic.org says that Type 2 Diabetes, also referred to as Adult Onset Diabetes, is a chronic condition that affects the way your body metabolizes glucose, that's your blood sugar, resulting in your body either uh, resisting the effects of the hormone insulin that regulates the movement of sugar into your cells or doesn't produce enough insulin to maintain normal blood glucose levels. Mayo comments that, quote, type 2 diabetes develops when the body becomes resistant to insulin or when the pancreas is unable to produce enough insulin. Exactly why this happens is unknown, although genetics and environmental factors such as being overweight and inactive seem to be contributing factors, end quote. Research has demonstrated that exercise improves glycemic control in people with type 2 diabetes alone or the result of weight loss, improved insulin sensitivity, and modifications in cardiovascular risk factors like elevated blood pressure and triglycerides. That's a blood fat associated with an excess uh, consumption of simple carbohydrates um, in the diet. The American Diabetes Association recommends that people with type 2 diabetes attain a minimum of 150 minutes per week of aerobic exercise and at least two weekly resistance exercise sessions while uh, minimizing sedentary lifestyle. Now, a new study, or rather I should say a recent study, the significant dose response between exercise adherence and hemoglobin A1c change, which appeared in the September 20th issue, uh, 2020 issue of Medicine and Science in Sports and Exercise, examined the physical activity levels in individuals with type 2 diabetes over the age of 65 years in the United States. Quote, it found that only 25% met the American Diabetes Association 2007 guideline recommendations for total physical activity. End quote. A separate study of physical activity in the United States reported that 41% of individuals with type 2 diabetes met the aerobic exercise recommendations compared with only 12.4% for the resistance training um, recommendations. Canadian authors of this medicine and science study chose to examine whether a dose-response relationship existed between the level um, of adherence to prescribed exercise over a six-month exercise intervention period and glycemic control, specifically changes in hemoglobin A1c in patients with type 2 diabetes, and if this association was affected by any of the following factors, modality of exercise, age, sex, or glycemic control before participating in the exercise training. Now, hemoglobin A1c uh, is a blood test, and according to MedlinePlus.gov, measures the amount of glucose attached to hemoglobin. Hemoglobin is the part of your red blood cells that carries oxygen from your lungs to the rest of your body. And a hemoglobin A1c test shows what the average amount of glucose attached to hemoglobin uh, has been over the past three months, according to MedlinePlus. The Canadian researchers used data from the Diabetes Aerobic and Resistance Exercise Trial called DARE, D-A-R-E, 
which is a single center randomized controlled trial designed to evaluate in type 2 diabetes the effect of aerobic resistance and combined aerobic and resistance exercise training compared with no exercise training on glycemic control over 26 weeks. The aerobic exercise participants utilized a gradual intensity-based program with a duration of 45 minutes at 75% of their maximum heart rate per session, maximum heart rate being 220 minus your age, while the resistance participants worked up to three sets of eight repetitions over seven exercises at an intensity, an intensity level of what's called the eight repetition maximum, well, how much they could push um, eight times, so it's 75% of that. The combined exercise training group completed both the aerobic and resistance training components. The control group, those are the ones that were just asked to do what they were doing, were encouraged to maintain their usual pretrial level of physical activity from baseline to the end of the intervention period. Dietary guidelines were recommended from the Canadian Diabetes Association, meeting 90% of the energy intake to maintain their, their weights during the study. Hemoglobin A1C changes from baseline and the end of the, uh, the six-month supervised exercise intervention were then evaluated. Here's what they concluded, quote, a dose-response relationship between exercise adherence and changes in hemoglobin A1C for aerobic and combined exercise but not for resistance exercise training by itself. These results suggest that an increased volume of aerobic or combined aerobic and resistance exercise is associated with greater improvements in glycemic control, end quote. If you have type 2 diabetes or are pre-diabetic, be sure to check with your physician first for guidelines before you begin a new exercise program because the exercise can affect your insulin response. And that's very, very important because you do, would not want to become um, hypoglycemic, uh, um, a low blood sugar brought on by, especially the resistance strain, in my experience. So um, that gives you some guidelines of what you might look for. If you want more information, you can always go to my website, Mackie, M-A-C-K-I-E, Shulstone.com. You can sign up for Mackie Mail. You'll get this podcast. You'll get my column. you get TV segments. It's all free. There's 22,000 people and counting are getting this. If you want to follow me on Facebook and Twitter, it's rather simple. It's at Mackie Shulstone. Until next time, I am Mackie Shulstone with another Maximum Wellness Podcast. But in closing, my standard closes the same one because it's so true. It's time now more than ever to take back ownership of your health. And um, I, I, I think you have a, a great opportunity to do that. And, you know, I, I've used this, this saying sometimes in talks for those people that have a significant other. And I'll use the term marriage. Um, the question is, did you plan more for your wedding than you did for your marriage? And that's kind of what you could say with your health. You don't want to be in a situation where your health owns you. And now that's a different ballgame, one you don't want to be in, in my humble opinion. I'll see you next week with another Maximum Wellness uh, podcast. God bless you all.